This is the TVA Podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. You know, like, uh, double, double, please. The TVA Podcast starts now. Hey there, folks, and welcome to the TVA Podcast. We're sitting above the pub here at McVeigh's. Party has cleared out just in time, so we can bring you episodes 169, 169 of these things we've done. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you guys back from last week. Very successful, I thought. And we're doing another. It's not like we don't do it every week. Uh, Darcy is here. He is uh, once again across the room. How are you, Darcy? Hey, Todd. Great, great. You getting that in the cans all right? Is that fine? Is that <laughs> you sounded very startled there. <laughs> like we caught you doing something that you shouldn't. And who's that lovely lady you're with that isn't your wife? I kid, Kari. Uh and uh with us again, once again, uh hot on the heels of a successful nerdgasm show that uh happened Friday. Uh he's 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 got several days growth, so you know he's been on a bender of coffee. Um, my man who doesn't drink, but benders nonetheless, uh, Ian Atlas in the fourth chair. Hey, everybody. That's what you're bringing. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> we'll probably not hear from him later in the show. Uh, but this is who we are, uh, going to be, uh, listening to today. Our guest, uh, who we reconnected after ages and ages backstage at, uh, Paul F. Tompkins show. Yes. At the Rivoli. A guest of the show. Uh, this man. Uh, as, as, as soon as you said that you are, first of all, you're a listener. Yes, absolutely. You, you enjoy this. It's true. So, uh, it works out that you've actually interviewed a lot of my friends. So, right. it, it, so it, I would listen to them talk. Perfect. I have listened to them talk before. Right. It's good. You, you can, you know, you can say, well, what is it like if I wasn't there for the conversation? I, yes. Do for they, once, I wonder if they're as funny when I'm not there. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're performing just for me. Turns out, no. No. Do they smack talk me? That's the other question. Uh, no, they haven't yet. Yes. So we have here, uh, a three time, Canadian Comedy Award winner. That's true. We have a film star. Yeah, I've been in films. We, uh, we'll go with mine. I think mine's right, better. Star, good. I would say star. Uh, a uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, musical theater man, we can say. Yes, You've true. You've done show tunes. I have done, I've sung uh, some show if tunes. If you look at his Facebook profile picture, he's not afraid to take a blade to the throat. Nope, not at all. Especially if the woman doing it is dead sexy. She's Ladies and gentlemen, my pleasure to bring to the TVA podcast, Nug. Hi, everybody. It is a pleasure to oh, have you here. I'm there happy to be here. Look Thanks. Thanks, uh, golf you, clappers. You are the are the first one we've ever applauded. Oh, I appreciate so that. So that's uh, you know, I appreciate the golf clap and not in a Tiger Woods ironic no, way. I no, actually appreciate the no. golf clap. There would be other noises on top of that. True. Um. So yeah, we uh. Well, it, you know what I blame for the uh, for the applause? What's that? Really solid intro. Wow, true. That's a solid intro. It that's, did deserve some applause. That's that's what I'm thinking. I so it. Nug, it's a pleasure to have you here. Oh, th- it's great to be here. I I, I listen as I, as you've said. I mm-hmm. do listen to the podcast. I listen to a ton of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So uh, being on one is kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm is this like, your first podcast? This is my first one that I've done. We'll walk you through it. We'll be gentle. <sighs> I appreciate Ian, it. Stay back. So wow. everything's fine. Everything's great. Uh, you uh, actually, you were saying. Um, that you actually have experience in this room itself. Yes, uh, with Let's we are at that. McVeigh's. McVeigh's. I don't want to give it away in case you have stalkers that know where you guys record the podcast. Yeah, but we are at McVeigh's. That door is flying yeah, open with people coming guys, through here. Guys, stay back. Yeah. Um, we're at McVeigh's, and uh, the very first commercial I ever got 
literally, uh, I had uh, been doing sketch comedy in a duo uh, called Nug Mutter with Perry mm-hmm. Perlmutter. Perry Perlmutter. And we got nominated for the Tim Sims Award. And his brother was... Lauren Perlmutter, who's an agent, was on me. Just, you got to sign with me. I've got to represent you. And I had just gotten a full-time job and was like, ah, no, I don't know. That's kind of, you seem kind of shifty. Like, I was like that. <laughs> and then I just went, ah, you know what? I, I hate my job, so fuck it. I'm going to go and I'm right. going to try this. Okay. Within a week, I booked my first commercial and we shot it here at McVeigh's. Right. It was for uh, a beer from out east, an East Coast-only beer. Schooner? Not Schooner. Uh, uh, some crazy beer, Alpine. Alpine. It was Alpine beer. Alpine, which is it was Alpine which is, beer, which is also out west. Oh, it is. You can you can pick that up uh, out west. But they skip Ontario. They skip Ontario. They but go, it was it was have definitely 50. just for the East Coast, right? And in the commercial, uh, where we're sh- where we're doing this right now, where we're recording the podcast, this mm-hmm. was our holding area, right? And downstairs they shot the commercial. The whole concept of the commercial was for the East Coast. People were paying for things with fish instead of money. so <laughs> And we're close to the market, so they can yes. get that. So downstairs, okay. there were scenes where uh, guys were putting little tiny fish into a tiny fish-shaped silver thing for the... Um, for the pool table, right. you know, like boom, boom, so like oh, does anybody have a little sardine? Yeah, yeah. So right. they put four of those in. Ching, they shut that. There was a guy putting tiny fish in the jukebox, and there was a big deal with a guy. Oh, we're getting three alpines. I got this, and he pulls a big fish out of his tackle box beside him, <laughs> and, and he and the bartender looks at it, kind of gives up. Cha-ching, makes change, and here's your change with a bunch of little fish. And right. they're like, you keep it. He's oh, thanks. Okay. And then it said alpine beer. <laughs> you can use that beer, in the pool table later. Alpine beer. <laughs> You have to live here to get it. And then the button for the whole commercial was me with this four-foot-long giant salmon turning around to the bar and going, looks like drinks are on me, clang, and I put this giant fish on the table. And it was the first commercial I shot. It took 18 hours to shoot that here. And that fish must have smelled great by the end of we it. We had a stunt fish. <laughs> that I could practice with that stunk. Right. And then they had a f- brand new fresh fish for me in a cooler. Right. The amount of money that was spent on fish alone for that commercial <laughs> did not balance out the 18-hour shoot at I, all. I love the fact that they would have to have a something specially fitted for the pool tables so you could lay in like a sardine The, the or art department worked extra like hard. There was yeah. even like fish-shaped holes on the jukebox. Like they rigged it up. The right. art department, on anything I've ever shot, the art department's always right. been amazing. Right. I, I would love, love to have seen old Jimmy's reaction. It's like downstairs, you know, he's the old guy who runs the bar. Right. Here. He looks like he's about 90, but he's got, he's heart of gold. And I would just <laughs> like to see him looking and going, they're putting fish in the pool table. Like, you know, like just. This is wrong. It, There's ki- kids today and their fish. This is ungodly. <laughs> People don't like that. No, they don't. So it's a so that it's, was ki- it's kind of full circle. Was the first commercial I ever shot. And it was your right first here. Podcast and as my first podcast. Jeepers! As great. an East Coaster, Darcy, are you uh, happy or offended by that commercial? Offended by the beer, not the commercial. Oh, and okay. so you should be. They did have some on set that day, uh, and it's a it's a, if you have to live here to get it, you can stay there. <laughs> It's uh, not. It's not a decent beer. That may, stay tuned. Stay tuned nice. next week for our new sponsor, Alpine Beer. No. Yes, exactly. I suppose we oh, should. Oh no, delicious yeah, Alpine. We should have put that under the bus. You have to That's live there. Oopsie do. Um, you you came in with something because uh, you initially when you sat down because we were talking about the fact that you listen to podcasts. Stuff, like yeah. Someone someone posted something about because uh, you asked me about language and as a listener you know we don't 
censor at all. Yeah, Fuck we don't yeah. censor. We don't censor. Way to go. I think that's the first time I've heard you swear, Ian. You know, and, and the fact that you guys <laughs> don't swear, room, right? or that the fact that you guys are allowed to swear, yes. that is cunting fantastic. That's what I like. We get to do the thing at the front. It's my favorite. We have a special warning that oh, as, as soon as we drop C-bombs. It's explicit. It's, 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 oh, you got the little tag on the... Oh, nice. It's beyond explicit. Thank you nice. for bringing us there. Love, Love it. it. making it raw. It's true. Absolutely. So what, a new tag. so what is the thing that you, you were saying you can't say that's like an element of treason? What was that you were... Or? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Marsha Mason, a right. fabulous improviser and a mm-hmm. great actress. Uh, she posted up on Facebook today that it's a federal offense in Canada to say anything that would alarm the queen. I'm thinking back to some of our episodes, and we may have done that inadvertently. It's, yeah, true. But uh, then again, <laughs> really I'm going to say, and I, and I, I know it's a podcast, and anybody can get it. I'm going to say the Queen probably doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm guessing she doesn't. Okay, cool. I'm going to say this. She might not even have a computer. I would say it's uh, BBC Two Radio. Probably. That's it. Not Pos- one. No. Scott Mills' program is not something that That's she listens to. That's what I'm saying. No. She, she, well, she might lapse over for like the 80s night so she can do a little bit of Madchester. <laughs> yeah. I just like to picture her like, okay, good night, and she closes the door and then fires up, you know, Fool's Gold by Stone Roses. But I also think the Queen has somebody who does that for her, answers emails because right. she doesn't know what a computer is. No. And listens to podcasts and goes, oh, she can't see this. That would alarm her. But you know that if she had if she had access to a computer, there would have to be just that one computer that only she could ever use. Yes. There would be that mouse that she could only use. If she knew how to use a the mouse. The mouse pad. That's right. Yes. So there would, be, there would have to be all of that. Oh, yeah. I wonder what would be on the Queen's favorites list. Huh. On her web browser. TMZ. Got- <laughs> of course. TMZ. Uh, Chris guess- Hilton. You know, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing websites about corgis. Wow. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Wow. Not doing lascivious things, yep. just like, you know, corgilovers.com. Okay, not lovers, but you know what? <laughs> People, fans of, uh, yes. fans of corgis. Sure accidentally. Make sure you Google the, the right queen. thing, queen. <laughs> right. And tell me they're not going to firewall here's what, that. Here's what I think. Shit. You know what I think is on her favorite list? Coronation Street. Thank I you. can see that. I think we, she would. We just recently lost uh, one of the Coros. Yes. yes. I have a friend name? who... Is head over. Yeah. I have a few friends that are right, head over right, for Corey. Right. And uh, I also found a pub in the East End. I just moved to the East End. Right, right, right. And I found a place uh, called The Roy. Yep. At Queen and Logan. Mm-hmm. Coronation Street brunch on Sundays. Really? So you can enjoy your bangers and mash and watch Corey. That's not, have you have you gone yet? I haven't gone yet. I have accidentally. I don't have cable at my new place, uh, but I. I have caught a snowy episode uh-huh. through the air of Coronation <laughs> yeah, Street that's... or walked in on my buddy watching it, who's like a huge – like I walk <laughs> into this place. I'm like, hey, what's up? Just watching Coronation Street. Okay. Okay. Because when you when you, you phrase that, yes. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm figuring, watching Coronation. I'm figuring Street. he's oh, frantically oh, covering thought, stuff up, and he's like, oh, I, I know. You guys thought it was code for masturbation, <laughs> right? Which it was, but okay. he was also watching Coronation Street at the moment. <laughs> we all find our inspiration in different places. True, really. man. I, I I wonder what character they'd be watching in Coro. The hot mom. Go, well, yes. Something tells me about Marilla Wex would have been a much better choice to be the, the chair tonight if we're going to talk about Coronation Street, because she I would just can't be all imagine. Over that. And I don't want it to be this an all Coro <laughs> episode. Not, guys, it's not. <laughs> if you're we. listening to this and you've read the description of the program, it is not an all Coronation Street <laughs> podcast. At least we, it's not soccer. We brush up against it. By the way, who do you fancy for the Champions League this year? Uh, Scottish League. 
by Jason. Oh, Scottish League. I'll take I just that. watched highlights of Scottish yeah, League. Yeah. I can't believe Hamilton beat Hearts at home 2 God bless you. You hear that? That's Jason Blanchard shutting off right now. There it is. <laughs> Boom, we but lost one. One of my Scottish friends, he's from the same town uh, as uh, Billy Connolly. Right. And <laughs> uh, they have a team that they support called Partick Thistle. Yes. Partick so, Thistle. Go Partick Thistle. That is the that is uh, one, of, one of the teams in Glasgow. Yep. All, they also have a... Um, they have a Queen's Park Rangers there, just yes. like the UK. Well, they, is um, there a Rangers in every town? Uh, there's a Barrack Rangers. There is a... But there's a Rangers Club in Mississauga. Yes, absolutely. And I've been. Right. I'm but, the treasurer of the Toronto downtown. Oh, right on. I am. Yes. Very so, cool. So, in a Celtic bar, as we've discussed, this, yeah, this, is, this is the place to be. Nah, nah, they don't care. Well, okay, they fine. don't care. Um, by the way, that game, we'll just close the book on this one. There's a bust up in the, uh, in the um, uh, hallway after the game. Where the ref came out and dragged players after the game into the referee's office. The Hamilton office. Hearts game. The Hamilton Hearts game. I watched. There the, was a huge bust I up watched in the, uh, in the hallway. Uh, Hearts got a ton of cards, right, in yes. that game. And one guy got he clearly mauled a dude yeah. and got a red card. And was mm-hmm. in the ref's face going, "What was that for?" Which is kind of where the <laughs> overacting should come you had from. On this. I wish like, we anybody who this. wants to learn how to overact or do melodrama should just watch soccer. <laughs> but this guy like mauled a dude, like took right. his wallet, scared his mother, <laughs> right. like all in one moment. And then he gets the red card. What was that for? What was that for? And then he's kicked out and they show the shot in the highlights yeah, yeah, yeah. down the tunnel as yes. he's leaving. Yes. And he's mad and he kicks something and falls on his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then gets up like, no one saw that. No one. Yeah. But we did. Yeah. We all saw it. YouTube clip. Oh, my God. No, like in the uh, in the tunnel. That's where this they had a big bus fight. up went. And by the way, speaking of melodrama and soccer, if you notice no other place, and I'm looking to Italy on this one, this this whole like hand thing, like oh. when you're pleading with the yeah, ref, yeah, with yeah. The, with, you do the prayer hands thing. Hands to, hands to, it's just, like a prayer, like, please come on, straight out, straight at them, and, and a little like, bit lag. Come on, come on. Where uh, do you ever see that? My very good Italian friend John Catucci, mm-hmm. part of the Duwops. Yes, John Catucci. Uh, Johnny right. Catucci has uh, a two and a half year old named Ruby. Tell who, me that wasn't the first hand signal. Oh, he's taught her to do it. Oh God, he's taught her to go um, uh, do that and go, ma, please. To her mother, yeah, nice, and then to to do the um, the, the the hand thing, like the like the thumb. Take if you're at yeah. home to put your fingers together like a palm, and then take your thumb like and touch the first two fingers yeah. on the end, yeah. like you're gonna do a little bird. Mm-hmm. But then turn it around yeah. with the fingers together and just go. And she went, "Come on, yeah." Yes. But he's taught her to do. He taught Ruby to do these things. Yes. Come, ma, please. You get to hang out with the Italians. You get to learn this. I have no idea what that means. But you see people doing that one. I yeah, never like, what the fuck? I do that's, admit. That's I, I do admit that when I do hang out with Catucci and Messiano, the right. two ops, yes. or Frank Spadone, Frank Spadone, who are yeah. friends of mine, uh, that I, while being so white, so white, manja. I'm such a manja cake. It, like it's five ridiculous. M's in manja. But hanging out with them. I will be like, are you telling me you can't, but you, you, what's the matter? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I get my Italian, all of a sudden comes out of nowhere. What, what are you, pussy from Sopranos? Is that what? I don't know. <laughs> Stay away Probably. from boats if you are. I would, hope, um, I would hope I wasn't pussy of any kind. Uh, I would hope I was some sort of strong manly character. Right. Uh, but no. But here's I, the thing. Like they killed, like outside of Tony, like if you, if you think back to Sopranos, all the big guys 
got either killed dude, off or ostracized, dude, right? Big guys bite it and everything. Yeah. Porkins buys it in Star Wars. True. Like all the fat guys buy it. Well, he wasn't going to eject. I mean, come on. He couldn't. He got shoehorned into that <laughs> right. thing. But he wasn't going to eject. <laughs> they, don't, they don't show that pre-shot of there. him like, you know, getting yeah. oiled into the thing. <laughs> the, just, I love okay. the idea of their suits and leather seats, and yeah. I want that shot of Porkins getting into a yeah. seat where it's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the big gulp yeah. cup yeah. right beside him. Oh, His, man. He's totally got a cup holder. You can't see it. It's yeah. out of shot. Right. It's out of shot, but he's got like a huge smoothie yeah. or something like a big yeah. uh, Mountain right. Dew. Right Large sub right beside him. I love. I, I love. I, I would love to see this off-camera moment that they didn't film, but they should have with with Porkins going. Okay, uh, Red Three or whatever his number is, uh, ready for takeoff, and then his R two unit trash talking him and beeps and whistles, going, "Try it if you can, fat boy." And then him yeah. going, "I heard that." Like you know, like that's what I Dude, wanted. Fat guys buy it and everything. Like yeah. in horror movies, they're the slow runner, the first guy picked off. If Unless there's a black person. A dude, no, second picked off okay. there's a black guy for right. sure. Isn't it for usually sure. like the busty blonde who's like the first one right in the opening credits? Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody's running from the killer. Oh, my ankle. And yeah. then they get but totally massacred. To yeah. that point, to get into something else that we've, we've talked about, if you go to Dawn of the Dead, the first one, yes. the uh, the the black guy who was also the uh, he was the lieutenant of the precinct in the first Terminator. Okay. Can't remember oh, his yeah. name. I know the, Can't remember visually. his name. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Black guy? Black guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The one, I know um, him. He actually lasted one of the longest in that movie. Yes. Uh, unzombified. Which, uh, going back to my Facebook photo, which right. has the good-looking girl with the blade to my throat. All right. right. Uh, <laughs> when I got that part, I read the script, shocked to discover I don't die in that movie. Really? I don't want to say spoiler alert because when you watch that movie, guys, Dark Rising 2, Summer Strikes Back, uh, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna watch it and go, well, there's no way they could kill Nug in this movie. Right. Because- He's hilarious. Right. So, uh, yeah, I was shocked when I was reading it. Like, oh, this is cool. Oh, it's funny. Oh, and then, oh, I don't die? You don't die? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like that never happens. So, <laughs> so you've got your non, your first non-death. Oh, you yeah, dude. Wrong? Cube Zero, the horror uh-huh. movie I shot, I blow up so nice. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm one of the, I'm one of the group of six, five or six that starts the movie off and they're picking us off one by one. Right. And you got to figure Nug's going. Uh-huh. But I'm like down to the final three. That's nice. It's like when you think of it, it's like um uh like like the original horror movies like where they're picking off the kids yeah. one by one. It was kind of like and you really didn't like the characters too much and you sort of were it was like douchebag idol, you know, oh. where you're just finally voting yeah. someone off the island. We're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to kill the people off that we hate right. from worst to least. Yes. Yeah, yeah. until yeah. the lead dude who we really like is the right. last dude. And in in even See you in later that. pop collar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But even in that you keep one douchey guy like think he's got a thread. Yeah. He's just like oh he's got that thin hope of yeah. like, oh, we can't kill the wheelchair guy this early out of the gate. They do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. They yep. kick him down the stairs. Yep. Oh, which, was, that, which, was that Friday the 13th with the wheelchair guy? No, two. That Friday the 13th, two. two. Had wheelchair guy. Well, Sorry, I, knew, I'm, I'm, I was, I was going franchise so and then the episode. I couldn't remember. So. I, uh, Ian, Ian and I did, uh, we just did the nerdy pinup. Nerd, nerd, girl, girl burlesque. nerd Girl Burlesque show where it was like a fundraiser for a children's charity uh, as sponsored by a, a pinup uh, website, Nerd Girl Pinups. That That's does, appropriate. Oh, Nerdy Girls. Well, the, the charity was Child's Play that gives, yeah, it was all safe for work and the, and the charity was Child's Play that gives video games to kids that are terminally ill. Okay. It was awesome. That's great. But at that, I stood up. I'll I was take the, the judgment host. hat off, Todd. Well, no, no, just <laughs> on the face of it when you say, yeah, we got pinup girls helping cancer kids. But no! I hosted that and was like, hey, uh. We're all nerds. Yay, everybody cheers. And then I outed myself. I'm like, okay, here are the things I'm nerdy on. So clearly I'm like horror right. movies. I'm yes. a nerd. Star Wars, I'm mm-hmm. a nerd. But I was like, who likes comic books? Roar. Who right. likes this? Who likes wrestling? 
less of a roar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> smattering of applause. Smattering of applause. Uh, and, you know, and then I get into, who likes podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I was there. God damn um, it. But that's the thing. Like, to nerd now just means that you're really into something as that's opposed the, to being appropriately yeah, and, nerdy. And I'm, and I'm fine with I, – and right. I, I've used the term nerd – and not lovingly, but just as a right. description of something. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, a buddy of mine worked for Sony Music, and he got me tickets to go see Cake. And I love Cake. Cake's one of my favorite bands. That's a high five. Right Boom, on. right there. Well, we got to go backstage and hang out with Cake before oh. while their opening band was playing. And so we're hanging Shut out, and I'm with, a bunch of, I'm with a bunch of uh, Sony execs, and they all know me from right. doing comedy. Right. And so uh, Kate, the guys from Cake are all like, so uh, what do you do? And the guy's like, I'm VP of this, or I'm associate this. And uh, what do you do? And they go, oh, that's Nug. He's in charge of everything. And I just go, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm in charge of everything. <laughs> and so then they're like, oh, so. And then me and Vince, who's the trumpet player, right. hit it off. And he's like, so what do you do for real? And I was like, well, I'm a comedian. I worked down in Second City. I did the you know touring company for years. And he's like, I'm a huge fan of SCTV. And I was like, dude, so am I. Yeah. And he's like, I got to get this out on DVD. And I said, as a matter of fact, Sony puts it out on DVD. You should talk to these guys right over here. And then the guys are just shaking their heads. And he turns and looks like, yeah, we can get you the whole thing. Nice. And then we went out drinking at the Horseshoe with them. And uh, oh. after the concert, which was incredible. And then we go to the Horseshoe. We were leaving. Me and the, me and the guys from Sony were all leaving. And they call and say, and uh, one of the girls from the opening band, Northern State, not, okay. not, not bad. Right. Yeah, not bad. And at so all. she calls them and goes, Hey, where are you guys going? We're like, We're going to the horseshoe. We're leaving Massey Hall. We're going to the horseshoe. Where's that? Queen and Spadina. Okay, we're coming. Who's coming? All of us. Us and Cake. Okay, great. So we show okay. up and it's like new music night, but we're all in the front and we're drinking 50, uh-huh. which I adore. God bless you. I've loved you. I'm loving you more and more. I'm getting <laughs> And a so huge we're drinking and I'm, I'm next to the lead dude. Dude. And uh, I McCray. What's his yeah, name? John yeah, McCray. John McCray. And so I say to him, I am a nerd for your band. Yeah. And he comes back with, oh, man, why isn't it cool to like our band? <laughs> and I go, no, 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 no. It's very cool yeah. to like your band. I am a nerd for your band in the way that I have, like, bootlegs and singles mm-hmm. and unreleased shit. And he goes, oh, wicked. Okay. So then he understood. Yeah. But there's been this for a while. This weird, like, nerds are right. over the top. And Revenge of the Nerds really didn't help. But, like, nerds <laughs> have been portrayed as, you know, nerds. Right. Kill them. Yeah. But now, as we all know, yeah. there's this huge, like right. – Reclamation of the word. Well, the, it's 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 more about the verbiage. Like when, now, people are using it to like you know I'm nerding out over oh, something. Oh yeah, which means, exactly. Which means intricacy to detail, yes. as opposed to intricacy of, to detail of things no one cares about. Well, you know? exactly. It's like that sort of thing. Like I mean, what I'm a nerd about comic books. I frequent a couple of websites, mm-hmm. so I know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, I'm a nerd about wrestling. I frequent a bunch of websites so mm-hmm. that I know what's coming, who's hired, who's fired. I understand that wrestling's my soap opera, but I also like to know who's leaving the other league and why, and who's coming over and who's switching brands to to shift okay you speak up speak up okay Okay, sorry. Darcy was asking a question. What's the difference between nerd and geek? Geek is way more technical. Geek is like your IT guy. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I would say say that this is the difference. You nerd out, meaning that you are like you. You have the collection of things. You you are really collecting. You know. You're in the know of every aspect of that. Right. But when you're geeking out, that's your pinnacle of excitement about that. Yeah. So you geek is like if you're geeking, you're just over the top. I agree. I also think that if I'm a nerd, let's say about – comic books right i'm a nerd for comic books i freak out like i know what's coming i i go every wednesday to new comic book day i'm a nerd for comic books right if i'm a geek 
and I go to these same websites, I also have the ability to hack that site and change it to say right. what I want. <laughs> right? Silver Surfer sucks. What? Who did? Who did this? What? It's not Wikipedia. Who no. changed this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree Silver Surfer is not it, the greatest. It blows. When did he become <laughs> um, the new Batman all of a sudden? Uh, yeah. I uh, just just to get back to cake, like I think uh, very quickly, and we'll jete back to the uh, to the comic books. Uh, Darcy's doing a round of drinks. Apparently. Love it. There we go. Full service podcast. It's, it's a it's about and we're done. Thanks to oh, oh. Darcy. Well, Darcy. I guess we're still gonna go. Darcy. Yep. Darcy hasn't hit the button. Guess we're still By the going. way, is anyone really disappointed with Darcy? I am. Oh, is did it? he just leave the room? He just left the asshole. room. Asshole. Oh, son asshole. of a bitch. I'll say this. I replied on Twitter today. Yeah. Uh-huh. My tweets are protected. Yes. Uh, because I came upon that realization. Whoa, wait. Anybody can read these? Absolutely, they Ooh, can. I'm gonna protect those. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying that sometimes I say things about people. People in particular. I no, I, I don't. But just, <laughs> I had that moment of like, whoa, I'm going to protect these. Right. And then he, you were like, ask Nug any questions. And he replied, yeah, ask him why his tweets are protected. Uh, Douche. Because of guys like you. <laughs> fuck face. That's yeah. why. You heard me. Fuck face. I can't wait for him to produce this. Yeah. Well, yes. He'll edit that later. That's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, no. There's no cuts. Oh, so, no cuts? No, no cuts. No oh, oh guys. <laughs> Love it. Um... We'll get back. To, we'll get back to comic books. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back yeah, to Twitter. We'll this, we'll get comic books this is this is like this is like the Hydra episode. Like we really know <laughs> don't know which head is coming at you. But you going notes, back to cake. You prepped. I'm going back to cake. Yeah, but the notes are purely decorative. They oh, completely. Okay. They That's have fine. no substance. This is uh, this is words. It's actually that, a haiku he's written. Oh, it like really it. is. I like and that. Uh, I'm about 18 syllables over. That's the oh, sad part. Wow. Because it's Todd. And yeah. so back to cake. Go um, the the thing the reason I like about that band is is like they had that sort of that that insurgence with the the Distance. Yeah, Fashion Nugget. Great Fashion album. Nugget, great Probably, album. Uh, one, one of my like top to bottom. I would say it's their best favorite album. I would say it's their best outside of what was the other one? Uh, Comfort Eagle. Great. Album. Comfort Eagle. Great. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he. Yeah, uh, I do like Comf- I like uh, Fashion Nugget more than Comfort Eagle, but yeah. Comfort Eagle. But Comfort Eagle is great. So they, they keep you, calling Dr. him Darcy. Dude. You're a delight. That's a beautiful one. You're a beautiful man, Darcy. You are <laughs> a, a gentleman and a scholar, and a bartender, and a Love bartender. It. So, uh, with, but yeah. With uh, with Cake, it's funny like that their audience has sort of grown and like they're one of those bands I've noticed like when I say oh I'm gonna go see Cake, no one goes. Fewer people are saying who yeah. or like why would you see them? There's always like that nod of respect like yeah, you're going nice. okay. Though I have a buddy of mine from Glasgow who it uh, does come back to Scotland. Well, that's where half my friends are from there anyway. You that's you know you, you go to the club. I see him every Saturday. There you go. And he didn't realize Cake was a band. So I had the shirt that had I'm, cake. I'm going with, to see cake. I'm yeah. going to pay $30 yeah. to stand in a stadium yeah. or a Massey Hall and yeah. just stare at a three-layer uh, angel food yeah. cake. <laughs> I uh, awesome, they switch guys. it with a black forest. Every now and, and then like, it might be red that's, velvet. That's who German, knows? That's a German band, more uh, electronic. Red velvet cake <laughs> might show up from the south. Who, who knows, right. man? Um, so he's, he's seen my shirt for the first time. And it's just got cake and it's got that crown, yeah, or, the crown yeah, logo. That, that's the, the shirt I'm wearing. The one thing that's on their cover. Yeah. And he goes, uh, oh, Todd, I fucking love that shirt. And, go, and I'm thinking, oh, you like the band? He goes, I like that. It's just a noon. Yeah, I like that. It's, cake. It just says King cake. cake. What the fuck is King yeah, Cake? I'm, I'm going to get one that says pie. <laughs> just pie. With but bees. instead of a crown, it's going to be just like a tractor. <laughs> pie. It doesn't have to make sense, Todd. Wasn't that a Walton's album? Probably. Wasn't it? Probably. 
That's awesome. You've uh, you got beer. We're gonna come back and we'll uh, we're gonna talk more about convo. We're gonna sure, talk man. about your twittering. And I also we got to get into fuck, the things that you've done. This is gonna be like a two part. We're gonna have I've to have you have back. Stuff, uh, we will be back with a TVA podcast episode one sixty nine right after this. Hello there. My name is uh, Fraser Young. Uh, right now, you are listening to the TVA podcast. More like the TVB podcast, huh? Who's with me? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. And we're back with episode 169 of the TVA podcast. Thank you for hanging in after that long break. And uh, we have uh, Ian Atlas off mic right now. Hi, everybody. There we go. And uh, that was a really poor Dr. Nick. But uh, Darcy's was really good last week. Darcy, Call you're here. last week. Hey. Of course I am. Gets the listenership. They want to go back and go, let's hear Darcy's uh, yeah. Dr. Nick. It was quite good. It was quite I'm going to have to check that out. And uh, Nug. <laughs> Nug is here, of course. Hello. It's a pleasure to have you back, oh, sir. thank you. And uh, so we're going to go into the segment, okay. the segment, which is the soapbox. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you have uh, music for this? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. We're we're we're, we're working on that. We need. We decide to there. keep it. We'll uh, we'll work something out. <sighs> decide something something that has segment in the title. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the lyrics for it. Yes. Man, it's a segment. Okay, I think I'm just gonna rip that out. Of That's there. fine. That's it. Oh, I'll do a better one. <laughs> hey, what are you doing now? It's a segment. Ah, segment. <laughs> Loving every second of that. Can you just do, close it with a soapbox? With a soap? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's the soapbox okay. segment. Soapbox segment. Hey, it's the middle of the podcast. What's the time for soapbox segment? Come on, soapbox segment. Nice. We have, we have our star child. There awesome. Okay. So, uh, Darcy, lay it on me. If it's about tax, I'm going to punch you. Okay. It's not. No. It's okay. Not. Okay. Um, so, there was a blog post this week on uh, Taste Teal. Taste Teal. The okay. foodie site. It's a foodie site. Which I believe your wife uh, writes for. Is that right? That's not true. Not true. Okay. No. I put it's my still foot a foodie in that site, right though, right? Still yes, foodie site. Right. Still foodie site. Uh, but, we wish uh, you the best of luck. But there is a blog post. Um, so the woman who runs the site. Um, are you familiar with the Swish LA? Um, um, what is it called? The festival special? Oh, yeah. Where you get the, the stuffing special. and the cranberries and the Toblerone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It comes with a Toblerone. Yes, it does. Okay. So... She's excited. Every year they don't uh, they don't eat takeout very much, but every year her and her partner have to have this. Right. So they go online. Now, when you say partner, you mean business partner? Uh, yes. He's also involved with the blog, but I think he lives with her. Oh, okay. How do you get that job? Uh, I'm just saying. Living with her probably. Do? Probably. boy. Okay. <laughs> so they, they go online to order, and then there's at the bottom uh, where the taxes are, there's a five-cent charge for a plastic bag. Right. So they went, okay, well, we don't want a plastic bag. So they cancel the order. They call up and they say, okay, uh, they place the same order and they say, okay, um, no cutlery, no napkins, no plastic bag. And there's like kind of silence in their end. Their mm-hmm. end. Um, we can't do that? We can't do that. Wow. We've got we to gotta give you the plastic bag. Right. So, yeah. they, so, they, so they cancel the order. And then I think immediately she starts writing this blog post. But... <laughs> In the middle of it. I can see where this is going. I already like it and hate it in in the the same breath. In the middle of it, she actually calls head office here in Toronto and talks to some guy. And uh, Maybe you don't know that I write for Taste.io. (laughs) Maybe you don't know that I own Swish LA. (laughs) (laughs) And I need that fucking five cents. Checkmate. (laughs) Trump. So anyway. So I would have said, don't you know that I'm Swiss? (laughs) But I realized. Uh, Go on. And I live in a chalet. Okay, yes. We're never going to get to this. No. All right. So I want you to talk about the... Well, it's the it's fairly new the uh, the new mandatory charge for a plastic yes. bag five right. cents for any plastic bag. But the fact that they sort of force the plastic bag on you, they say it's for health and safety reasons, quality control. You know, for delivery, it's got to show up in a plastic bag so nothing leaks and everything stays nice and warm and festive. 
All right. One minute starts now. Okay. So the places that I've been, first of all, uh, that five cents charge is bullshit because uh, I don't actually see it being levied anywhere unless there's an actual tax that's being collected after after the end of a shift. I go, how many bags did you have? We got to ship this money to the government. I'm not seeing that going anywhere. It's just a five cent ding tag. Uh, however, uh, a lot of places I have seen are offering papers. Like if you don't want a plastic bag, they will graciously give you a paper bag for free, carte blanche, uh, brown bag. There you go. So uh, if you're going to charge me for this, on an order and I have no other way to get this. That's your problem. Absorb that cost until you give me an alternative. And I don't care if it's a brown paper bag or if the guy has to come up and has like your rib and chicken combo balanced on his head because he's got three other party (laughs) orders in there. You know what? That's something you should have taken it up in the board meeting because you can't just start nickeling people just because they do it. And it's in every store right now. Do you want a plastic bag or would you like to carry these home like homeless people? You know, that's just awkward and dumb. And now you have to carry around like grocery bags all over the place. I think that's dumb. That must be my minute. That's your minute. There right it is. on. Nice. Do I, do, What's your thoughts? Do I get a minute? Yeah, you do. Am I you get as much time <laughs> as you time. like. Oh I'm held, I'm held right. to a minute. Uh, First of all, a, let me just qual- uh, clarify. This is not a tax. Government gets none of this money. Right. So it's just it's, right. it's just all account. going into their pocket. All right. They so, now see a way to do as, this. As, some, as a Canadian actor, I have a day job. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that day job is for a company that has – I work out at the head office, but that company has stores in a few malls in the city. And – we recently had to put the signs up that say five cent. Five bag. cents for a bag. Five cents for a bag. What's what? What is? You don't need to say what the company is, but what do you? What do you sell? What we would be going sell, in those bags? Uh, board games, puzzles, billiards, darts, the whole. Oh, deal. gotcha. Okay. okay. So okay. So when I have worked at the mall store and say it's five cents for a bag. And they go, ooh, five cents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that five cents was going to send my kid to college. Right. I pull out the biggest fucking bag we have and go, five cents. Yeah. And then they go, oh, oh, I can do all the rest of my shopping in that bag. Absolutely. So then I say, would you like to pay five cents for a bag? And they go, absolutely. And then they continue on their way through the mall with a giant bag with a single Rubik's Cube in it right. or a set of darts or right. something that doesn't require that bag. So. Two points on that. One, I'm kind of glad. Like, I would say if they're just buying darts, give them the bag for free. I don't well, want them carrying around darts in their hands. We can't because the security in the mall, I'm not going to say what mall, but right. it rhymes with Fairview. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've, been to, I've been really, to the Fairview. I love that re- I think I said Fairview. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, it rhymes with it. The place. security is really tight because they actually secure – like mm-hmm. this particular mall is trying to be as green as possible. Mm-hmm. So we're switching all our bulbs to green bulbs and we're doing the five-cent bag tax and everything. Regardless, one, who doesn't have a nickel? <laughs> Look in your couch. <laughs> Second of all, if my Swiss chalet doesn't come in a bag – that sauce is going to fucking leak everywhere, okay? I'd rather have that sauce leak on another meal right. than on my delivery guy's thumbs. And he goes, yeah. here's your meal, and he's got all saucy thumbs. Yeah. Fuck that. You keep the meal. Here's money for you to eat that. Congratulations. Festive special for you. <laughs> but In I will- no fucking way would I eat a meal from Swiss Chalet that came from a delivery guy that wasn't in a bag protected from him. Right. Well, here's my problem with the whole thing. Is that, and I don't, I, I don't think this really happened. I really don't believe that she didn't get her chicken that night. 
No, oh, said she canceled oh, no. the order. But for oh, five yeah. cents, I'm not going to deprive myself of chicken. No, for five cents. And, and by the way, you you are exactly right. No one is losing any time over a nickel, right? Dude, if you're a, freaking out, like I, I've worked right. where guys are like, that's pretty steep. Right. Fuck you. But you've got a nickel. But here's this: from my standpoint, the way I was raised, it's a fucking principle of it. Like you're just like you're just throwing it in there. It's just like so now I got to pay for it. I understand. And, you know, I understand. I know that I know some places when they have to. Where it's a city thing. You got to charge the five cents. Yeah. I know some places that every day count up the five cents. Right. Take that charity. Right. Which, okay. So totally, that's good. Which I'm fine. With. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. But you know, it, while that was going through there, uh, th- there was there were people that until they started doing the pricing around this, people who I know have like dogs and they bought specific doggy bags okay. for the dog poop. Yeah. Uh, found on a per unit cost, it was actually cheaper to get the nickel bag. So they go to the cash well, register. Well, just for garbage too. Like right. I, I like I have a garbage can oh that God, fits yeah. like the new Sobeys yeah. bags because, yeah. because they were charging oh, five cents. God. They made them bigger. Right. Yeah. So that holds more garbage and. and Holds more garbage. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll go. Yeah. I, I buy 20 yeah. at a time. 20 at a time. There it is. Here, Slam down a fin bucks. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I want a hundred bags. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's way cheaper than buying Way cheaper than Exactly. Way but here, but here's the thing, and this is the way I was kind of raised. Like my, like my mom kind of raises and is like, there's no extra charges on top of everything you're going to do. Like my mom has, my mom has walked out of buying a new car because the guy said, we're going to charge you for a full tank of gas. And she's like, no, you're not. And she's like, if you're going to, rip up that contract right now. That's Myrna. They're dealing <laughs> with Myrna Van Allen. And dad, dad just kind of sits there beside her, rolls her eyes. Let's just pay for the gas, We heart. No, we're not paying for this gas. You know, Wow. And we're not paying for that undercoating. You know, that's, that's what you get. That when is you exactly with Myrna, what you get. That's what you get. That's, oh, she's a hard woman. All right, wow. let's bring Ian she's back over. Woman. All right, uh, Ian's back. Ian's coming back right there. Have you ever, what's, what's your opinion on this five cent bag deal, Ian? You got um, anything? I have... Far too many other things to worry about in my life. I couldn't give less of a fuck, Who frankly. Who doesn't have a nickel? <laughs> <laughs> a goddamn nickel. I'd like to revisit the whole saucy you thumbs. Find it a sounds nickel. like a, you sauc- can the find saucy. The nickel in the couch. The saucy thumbs. Yes, you, you can, can find. If you look, if you have a car, let's. I'm assuming some of our listeners have a car. If you have a car and you pull up the the mat, right, where you put your feet every day, there's a nickel. Yes. There's a nickel. <laughs> it's a nickel. Under the floor mats of the car. I know. When yeah. I go to do laundry, it's loonies and quarters. Mm-hmm. Nick- nickels are coming up as useless as pennies. Yes. So throw away a nickel. Uh-huh. Get, get a bag. Carry your shit. <laughs> you know, Don't look like a homeless you guy. You have a bag to carry your nickels in now. Oh, my God. Reach reach into the take a penny, leave a penny. Yes. Take five and throw it at them. You, I go, I believe that's where you'll find Take a nickel, that. leave a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to be dimes. That's fine. Soon it'll be in a quarter. Fine, good. Well, no, Soon quarters it'll be a quarter. useful. So let's talk about some of Nug's uh, <laughs> shows. Way to bring it back. Wow, Ian's bringing it back. <laughs> wow. You I, appear to be in the Darcy chair. <laughs> I, think I believe Ian doesn't, and we're really rubbing his face in it I right now. I think 25 That's... minutes of bag talk right. would just be abysmal. Guy, uh, uh, then uh, I again, if the, if the listener has I downloaded like... this. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Bag Chat here if, above if, the If pub. they've expected bag talk, <laughs> nice uh, bags you downloaded bags. the wrong <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry. Right. Don't a... Google bag talk either. <laughs> That's going to get you to the wrong site. You'll end up other sites. We make no, we make no compunctions there. Uh, yeah, let's talk about what you've done, because there's three there's three things that you've done oh, okay. and are doing right now that I think are absolutely fantastic. First of all, let's go to 
one of the things that is uh, creeping you out with the Twitter space and the Facebook space, yes, uh, which was your work on Evil Dead the Musical. Yes, Evil and Dead the Musical was a good time. I it, did it in 2004. We went yep. to Just for Laughs. Uh-huh. And then uh, when it left there, it went to Broadway in New York, and they hired all American actors except the lead guy. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it came back here. And they called up and said, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I want to do that. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You have to come to the auditions. It's a formality. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, great. And we have Hinton Battle, who is a world-class Broadway choreographer, and there's a whole lot more dancing in the show. We'll see you at the audition click. And I was like, whoa, what? And, uh, I, at least during the audition, I gave, I gave my all. And uh, honestly, minor heart attack. It was fine. And then, um, but I yeah. love that twitching that you you brought to the, your your uh, left arm. That was awesome, Nug. Could Jake you keep can't that in? Feel his arm, um, <laughs> and it was great. I, I got into it, and uh, yeah. and you know, two years of running, it was awesome. Now, your character in uh, uh, Jake from Evil Dead, is Jake 2, from Evil Dead Two, uh, which clearly uh, I don't know. You can Google pictures of me, uh, but uh, Jake in Evil Dead Two in the actual movie is a little scrawny, balding redneck uh, with uh, summer teeth. You know, some are here, some are there. Right. And um, I, uh, uh, I uh, kind of the opposite. That's gold, Jerry. <laughs> Celebrating its 50th anniversary, that joke. Uh, yes. It, uh, it's Yeah, so I was kind of the opposite. And uh, the original run of Evil Dead, Jake um, at the uh, at the Transact, Jake kind of countryed it. Mm-hmm. And then when I came in, they were like, do what you want with it. And I was like, I'm going to meatloaf this crap. Awesome. So I meatloafed it, and then all of a sudden, that's what people like. Yeah. So doing that for two years was absolutely your, your musical accompaniment is improvising with you as you're going through when, this. Like when we did it in Montreal, yes. Uh, when we did it here, right? Uh, there was posts, you know, separate cues for certain things in the song. But right. yeah, it was more of a, like it was more of a show when it was in Toronto. When like it was, it, was more it had like been to a, Broadway, a Broadway, it was more show. flushed out. They had a show. new ending. So what was the? So what was it like doing that for Just for Laughs? I mean, like, because you're in there with like all these stand-up comics yeah. and you're getting some clowns was, and stuff like that. It was fun because we were a very different thing in 2004. Yeah. Uh, we were a show. Uh, we were a musical. Uh-huh. Uh, we still had the splatters on. Yep. Uh, we were in a uh, in at the plateau in Montreal, which was like so far away from everything else going on, people had to take like the the crew, like the anybody with a just for laughs pass, had to like get a special shuttle to come out to the show. But where we were was a very French area of town, and we had these crazy French fans who borderline understood half the show right. but loved showing up and getting soaked in blood and drinking beer and there was it was a <laughs> wide open like an old church and so at the back of the room like from the stage you could see the bar so people were getting up from their tables and drinking beers and uh, there was a upper balcony level and uh, that year the who's line guys were all doing the show right and we had a night off and uh, got to see the who's line show right and i i've being a guy who's worked with Second City, I know Colin Mockery. Right, of course. And, uh, and at the time, Bob Durkatch, who was mm-hmm. the music director for Second City, was doing their music. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So I I see Colin's son in the crowd, and I go, Luke, Luke. And he's mm-hmm. hey, what's up? And I go, look, I want to go backstage and say hi to your dad and let him know that all of the Evil Dead, everybody is in the front row. Front row. If they want to, yeah, we're at a okay. huge table in the front row in this 2,500-seat theater. Right. If they want to pick somebody... The Evil Dead crew is in the front. Right. Oh, wicked. So his son, who was so young at the time, 
goes with me backstage and flashes his badge to the bouncers like he's with me. And then we get back and as we're going backstage, he turns. His voice goes, was that deep at that age. I was doing it. Uh, okay. I was. He's with me. Yeah, he's with me. <laughs> Luke's gonna kill me. Um, but so anyway, he flashes his badge like he's with me. And then we, as we're going back, he's like, "That's the first time I've ever gotten to do that. That's awesome." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, it's totally cool." So we go backstage, and I meet. I know Colin and Bob, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And I meet everybody except for Brad Sherwood and right. Drew, okay. who are both in the show. Yeah, I meet everybody. And I say to them, look, we're in the front row. I didn't want you to freak out when you looked in the front row and throw off the show because – in the middle of nowhere, here's a guy I know. Right. I know when I've done shows like that, I'm like, and I'm kind of thrown. Second of all, if you're going to pick anybody to do improv, skip me. Pick one of the guys who's not an improviser. Pick somebody from Evil Dead. Right. Because that would make their life. And they're like, oh, yeah, wicked, cool. Show goes up. It's hilarious. It's about halfway through. Hey, we're going to come out to the crowd and get some people. Drew Carey walks off the stage, grabs me, ah. pulls me up on stage, <laughs> and the other, somebody else gets another girl out of the crowd and pulls me up. And there's this moment with Colin and Bob and all the other guys who are like, isn't this exactly what you, you said, said not, not to, to do? do? Yeah. And I was like, yep. Oh, Colin, is it? It's Bob, right? <laughs> and then we do it, and we're playing sound effects, which is murder, yeah. unless you know what you're doing. Right. It went great. Mm-hmm. And after the show, we stuck around, and then they all come up, and they're like, how'd you know how to do that? Like, I am an improviser. I right. work with Colin and Bob. And then, oh, we went out drinking with them. Nice. They ended up coming to see Evil Dead twice. Fantastic. And they loved it. They yeah. loved every minute of it. And so uh, that experience in Montreal was great. Mm-hmm. And then to turn around, have it go to Broadway, get flushed out as a huge show, right. and come back to Toronto, and they're like, do you want to do this again? Yes. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. The crowds were rabid. Uh, the fans are absolutely incredible. I have, uh, you know, I'll run into, just, I was shooting that thing up in North Bay, Dark Rising 2, uh, <laughs> shooting that thing up in North Bay, and... Went to a bar for a beer, and we're, oh, we're having a beer. Okay, we're leaving. And as we're leaving, the girl at the front desk where you got to settle up, she goes, so you guys all actors? Yeah, yeah, we're all actors. We're in town shooting a movie. Were you an Evil Dead? Like, yeah. Oh, we drove down. We saw it a ton of times. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we saw it like four times. And part of me mm. wants to go, only four? Uh because and then I say to her, "That's awesome that you drove down from North Bay four times." She goes, "That's a lot, huh?" And I and then I go, "It is to come down from North Bay, which is like a right. four hour drive." Mm-hmm. We, we ran February to September, like so. Guaranteed, there was snow in the middle of that. Absolutely, and I've driven that in mm-hmm. the snow. No fun. Nope. Guaranteed, that was a tough drive. I have since the show closed during the show and since the show closed, become friends with people who have seen it forty times. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Geez. They're great I friends. Could, I couldn't get a ticket. I could not get a ticket. Should have called. I, I did not know that was an option. You totally. I call. did not know that. I'm looking for the remount. Oh God, the I'm remount. Looking. Well, it's in Vancouver. It right. was in Vancouver. It's been to Korea and Germany. I think right. it's going to Australia. I don't know if it's coming back here. Now, what is your take on the Toxic Avenger now? Because they're obviously going okay. on coattails. Well, here. Well, yeah. No offense to them. But. No, 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 no offense <laughs> to them. Uh, Toxic Avenger is. They they did in New York too, right? Uh, after Evil Dead, of course. Um, Toxic Avenger is a is a it's a cult movie. Yeah, 
as are, going as are the, the zombie genre. My mom hasn't seen genre. one, so that's... But Evil Dead and Army of Darkness mm-hmm. carry a, a different kind of... Let's bring it back. Nerd. They bring a different kind of nerd <laughs> to the table. <laughs> Toxic Avenger is a movie that not a lot of people know. Right. Compared to the Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, like a lot of people know those movies. Right. Or have run across them. Mm-hmm. Toxic Avenger is like a really underground one. Yep. And then to turn that into a show and... Now, I'm just saying this from hearsay. I haven't seen it. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that they borrow a lot from the choreo, mm-hmm. borrow a lot from Evil Dead, choreo-wise and script-wise and whatever, like comedy-wise. Right. Uh, I hear it's a good show, mm-hmm. but I've also heard from people, who, again, who have seen Evil Dead a ton mm-hmm. that they hated it. So I've never heard anything down the middle. I've never heard, eh, it's all right. I've heard loved it, hate it. Right. Now, for me, I haven't gone to see it because while I am a fan of the Evil Dead movies, mm-hmm. hate musical theater. Thank you. Drives me crazy. Thank now, you. Now, I am directing Reefer Madness in March at York University. <laughs> but that show is hysterical right. and has zombies in it. So I'm probably yes. going to direct that show. But for me, every musical is two people walking out on stage. How you doing? How am I doing? No point. Hate it. At no point Hate in it. any musical that I've seen does the song actually continue the story. It's oh. a huge pause oh. in the action while they sing a song about we're going to leave. We're going to go do this thing. Right. We're about to go somewhere. Just fucking go. Yeah. Where are they going? Well, they have to sing about that for an hour before they leave. And it's like, just go. We get it. Worse than that is going to see this new genre of musical. And I hate it is where they look at the catalog of some musical artist and shoehorn it into some narrow thread. And moving out, by the way, uh, should have been out. I just, oh my, horrible. The story that went with Mamma Mia was awful. Uh, we will rock you. I get it. People love Queen. I, I'm right. one of those guys. I love Queen. Don't want to see a bunch of music theater people sing Queen. Right. The show that's going to come here, Rock of Ages. Yes. I'm a huge fan of 80s hair metal. Uh-huh. I'll probably go see the okay. show, regardless of the story, because I love those songs. Right. But let me say but this. But I don't want to see music the, theater the on The on-sale date for that, for Rock of Ages... I didn't know which was more pathetic because when because uh, I'm walking by it on the on on the on the way right. to to client side and I'm seeing like you know the the lineup of of people that are got to be in yeah, the front gotta row they got to see this yeah. and they're in and they're in like the feathered like hair metal their faces are telling a story of yep. neglect and cigarettes and booze yep. and just listening to to fucking journey Dude, they and were like, the, they right. were the hit of the great 11 right. dance and now, never let it go now i don't now i don't know what was more pathetic seeing these people on mass in a lineup the first day it's there or the fact the lineup only had four people in it guy that is brutal these and and these guys all could have been in fubar could have yeah, I think I think half of them were roadies. You know, it Love was it. brutal. Love it, but uh, I'll go see oh, that man. show though. I will see Rock of Ages because I want to see how bad they screw up uh-huh. Journey. Like, yes. gl- like, like Glee hasn't screwed it up enough, yeah. but I want to see how bad. Ah, they'll they bring screw up. It up. They'll bring up that Thai kid. He'll be fine. Oh, that guy's amazing. I know. 
sounds just like nails Steve Perry. It. I know. Nails so it. So good. Uh, I wonder if Larry Gowan's going to come out and do sticks. I want him to. Yeah. I want him to. Yes. It's Lawrence. Oh, no. Yes, it was Larry to me. He was my first concert. Darcy's uh, taking off again. He is. Yeah, well, Darcy, we're going to have to sing your praises while you're gone. Yeah. Uh, that would be a Canadian. Wow. If you don't mind. Oh, wow. Yes. All right. Wow. Yeah. You know Can what? I get a steak sandwich? Interesting. And- Interesting. <laughs> you had a little bit of beer left in there. Right. And Darcy wouldn't leave. <laughs> Darcy wouldn't leave. I took a trip to Burlington, Vermont. I thought, is a, I thought I was about to get really impressed with no, Burlington, no, no. Ontario. No, no, no. Burlington, like, oh, Vermont. Nice. My cousin, uh, Andrea, uh, was a member of the U.S. Olympic biathlon team for the Salt Lake Olympics. Right. Skiing and shooting, guys. Mm-hmm. And we went drinking with them in Burlington. Right. And you can't have a drop of booze left in your glass and order another drink. Yep, that's right. It's to curb binge drinking. That's right. So right there, I thought, oh, my God. He's, he's he, Darcy's enforcing the Burlington. He's laws. from Burlington. That's it. Uh, in Utah, you can only order booze and bars from airport bottles. Yes. And beer is dropped down to three point six, I think. Yes. For special runs, yes. that's things like in that. In Michigan, yeah. uh, you have to be inbred to get a drink. That's true. Thankfully, though, Everybody they're they're, is. they're pitching works out everything. really well for them. everything. Um, let's talk about some of the other things you're doing. Okay. Uh, okay. We're going to talk about Darcy now that he's gone. Oh, oh right. Faggot. Douche. So, um, douche. Total douche. Uh, Seriously. Well, that's your go-to. Faggot? Slam. That's fantastic. <laughs> that Louis C.K. bit yeah. where he's like, when we were kids, we said faggot. Yeah. It wasn't anything to do with gay. You were just being a faggot. Yeah. If I saw a gay guy sucking a cock and he turned around and said something stupid, right. I'd say, quit being a faggot if, and keep sucking that cock. If I didn't call my gay friends faggot, oh. well, then... I would have a problem right. with it. But I do. It's like, hey, faggot, how outing, are you? Outing like, myself yeah. as a nerd. Okay. On Tuesday nights, <laughs> I go to a board game night at my gay friend's house. Cool. And there's been, on occasion, a night where I've played a game called San Francisco with four other gay dudes, and I'm the only straight guy in the room. Oh, and I have nice. that moment of, it's my turn. And they're like, all right, Nugget, it's your turn. And I go, don't you think that it's escaped me that I'm playing San Francisco with you Queers, yeah, and as a on mass, they all go. You'd love it, and I go. No, I'm not sure I do. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Good Handies afterwards. Oh, oh no, I'm not coming with you. I'm going home. <laughs> um, you uh, are doing openings. Uh, you're warming up. You're warming up the show. You're yeah, warming I was. up. You're warming up. Uh, you're, are you doing that still? Yeah, now? It's all done now it's for this done, season. For this season, fingers crossed. But you you did warm up for the Ron James show, which yes. is on CBC. Yes, I, so I you, lucked into. You got inside to the Crown Corporation. I lucked into it. Uh, I had a couple of acting parts and some sketches, and then Ron, uh, who it this segues nicely, uh, had seen Evil Dead a bunch of times. Right. Uh, Driving him from North Bay, that's hard for him. That's uh... true. Uh, He had seen Evil Dead a bunch of times and loved it. Mm -hmm. And so uh, knew I'd worked with the tour code Second City and stuff and had me on the show as an actor. And then I was there doing some sketch acting, uh, both live and in some pre-tape stuff. And the first, like we did a test show of the first episode and the warm-up act didn't work out. And so then the next time we were shooting the same episode again – and the producer said, did you want to do warm-up? Did you want to do the warm-up? And I went, I don't do stand-up at all. I'm sketching improv, but I don't mm-hmm. do stand-up at all. And they went, that's okay, because Ron does stand-up in the show. Right. So we just want you to go out and <laughs> w- tell the crowd, you know, don't stand up, or you'll get hit in the head with a jib camera and uh, give away a couple that's of funny. DVDs. That's funny. And I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. So they gave me this little list of rules. Like you can't do, do this. Make you know, turn your phones off, turn your cameras off, right. put your coats under your seats. Blah blah blah. Don't stand up. Uh, so I went, yeah, okay, I can do that. And so 
I went out and did it, and they were happy with it, and I ended up getting it for the rest of the show. But I could see you doing that. I mean, like with the nature of that show that it is, right? Yeah. You know, you you want someone who can can deal with the crowd because it it always. You know, my mom goes, oh, he just goes off on so many things. Like, mom, it's not extemporaneous. I mean, he he, it's it's, it's perfectly written, and yeah, you know, he it is. he knows and stuff like that. Like, you know, it it, it is. But here's the, the craft thing. is to do it. But when, you, as a as a performer, being out there, being able to like, you, I think you sell yourself work. short. It's all crowd yourself, work. You're selling yourself short when you say well, you can't do it. It's all crowd work. I don't do stand up because I don't have written bits. But it's all crowd work. So if I find somebody to talk to in the crowd, mm-hmm. I'm in heaven because I can get. Um, gold mine right. stuff out of them. Who doesn't have a nickel? Who doesn't have a fucking nickel? Um, <laughs> but it was neat because you couldn't. It was CBC. The crowd varied every night. You had ten yeah. year old kids in the front row and ninety year olds beside them. Because it's so, Ron James. It's Ron James. He people love Ron. Right. I love Ron too. My I, mom, my mom, and my dad will go whenever he's in town. Yeah. Uh, not here, but in Brockville. Oh, they'll go see him for sure. Their other favorite. Is uh, Derek Edwards? Oh, love I love him. Derek too. Oh, when but, I told mom that I knew him, uh, I drank with him one night and golfed with him. She thought, "Now he's made it. Now he's he totally used to be it. an oven, but now he's made it." <laughs> Ron, so she hasn't seen it. the podcast. Ron Absolutely covers, not. Ron covers very good. Bases and Ron, and but the the cool thing is like when you see Ron do his specials or when you see Ron live, Ron has months of doing this. Show right, and he's written it. He's perfected it. He's changed a couple words here and there at night after night to make right. sure he's saying the right thing. It's Ron James doing that kind of thing on the show, but when he's shooting week after week after week, they change, and we're t- shooting two shows a week. He's learning a monologue for the Thursday night taping, and then turning around and doing a whole different monologue on the Friday night taping, and he, that's not what he's used to. No. So he's got prompters in the back to help him out but he's still it's all fresh and he'll screw up a little bit but the crowd eats it up like oh my god it's like carol burnett show right he's screwing up it's hilarious and ron the first couple of shows was like yeah yeah you're laughing at me screwing up but then realized why and then started having fun with it yep and so the last show we taped was the new year's shows They'll be broadcast on CBC on New Year's Which, Eve. When did you tape those? Last week, Thursday, Friday. Okay, so that's so far away. Like, is that, that's that would be funny to be in that audience. Okay, oh, dude, everyone, right pretend now, it's New Year's Eve. Right now, tonight yeah. and tomorrow night, they're yeah. shooting the Air Farce are back for a New Year's special. Yes, that's right. Uh, but it's tonight, of, tomorrow night, they're taping. That's so friend, far away. They're kind of doing tonight, an year right. in review, right? Mm-hmm. So Ron is going off. He had just been a month on the road. And came back and had fun, and then he's doing this new monologue, mm-hmm. and he's going off on tangents. And there's a point, looking at the little machine that Darcy's got here, there's a point where we heard after the show that the guys in the booth were like, we don't think we have enough hard drive space. Uh. He's going on. We don't know if we'll be able to tape the show because we're running out of hard drive this space. This is the CBC. We just we just out the CBC I love with it, an though. SD card. I love it. There's that mo- like that moment where, oh, yeah, they're changing. Like Ron even says, yeah, people who are up there changing, they got to change tapes in the booth. We're doing a tape change. And all of us backstage are like, there's no tapes anymore. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> He's picturing a reel-to-reel. But I'll say, I'll say this. <laughs> I had, we had such a good time on the Ron James show, and it's like a tight family of people right. that um, we had a rap party last Saturday, and we had a live band. It was in a little hall. It was a lot of fun. And Ron sprung 
for lobster for everybody and cracked every lobster by hand to put on your plate. He did it himself. Jesus. He did it himself. He's he an cracked East every he pulled it all apart by hand. How many lobsters are we talking about? Here? Two person, two per person. And there was at and least a hundred people. So he's cracking two hundred lobsters. He cracked a tunnel. Of, people were taking with full his bare lobsters. hands. People <laughs> were taking full lobsters, going, "I got this." And other people were like, "Oh, thank!" Like, oh, it couldn't. LeBron was crunch, like back crunch, there, crunch. elbows deep into the lobster. And then the band was like, "Let's get Nug up here to sing a song." So I jumped up on stage and, of course, went into full idiot mode and went, "Hey, everybody, how about a round of applause for Ron James cracking the lobsters for everybody?" And everybody cheers. And I was like, "Nothing makes a lobster taste taste better than Ron James' fingers being in it." <laughs> Which got a people well, like, true. hey, oh, wow, that's really happening. You you pay His extra. Were in you there. pay extra at Red Lobster for that, by it's the way. It's true. It is true. But it was great. Like Ron is such a sweetheart. Like he Ron, he's so happy. He feels so blessed to have the show. Right. He wants to share that with everybody. If we get a second season, everybody's back. Yeah. It's so fun. Right. And he's had. And rather than you know how the Air Force had that cast. Yes. Ron's been lucky to put. Everybody he wants on the show. No, that's good. Colin Mockery and his wife Deb McGrath have been on the show. He had um, Nicholas Campbell from uh, Da Vinci's Inquest. Oh, nice! Did a sketch comedy part on the show. Jesus, it was amazing. Uh, okay, I'm glad you said that because I, as soon as you said it, it was like that could be death. Oh, that he was great. Death. He was playing a girl's dad for the Christmas, like for the New Year's oh, special. Oh, perfect. He was playing a girl's dad, going, "You're married to an elf. We're out of here." Yeah, like it was great. Yeah. Um. Uh, Linda Cash has been on that show. Like Jesus. he just gets, he calls up the. What I really like, you know, everybody can have their opinions, but Ron James is a delight. He's a sweetheart, and the intro to the show when you see the Ron James show and you hear, "Ladies and gentlemen, Ron James," it's Tony Rosato. Really, Ron? I just read that in the they start. Asked, I they just asked read- him who he wanted to do it, and he said, "Give it to Tony." Because I, I, I was reading the article about him, and the, the poor guy's a horrible, horrible story. Yeah. Uh, like, like, give and him the, he, give he him just the intro. got out, and, I, the intro. I, and, I, and I, I was reading through the article, and that's right. That's right. And so, like, thank Ron God said, he did that. give it to Tony. That is so good. And he's got that cans on, yeah. headphones to the listener, and uh, it was, oh. Yeah. That's so good. I was lucky on the show. Like, I mean, I got into doing the warm-up and had a lot of fun and got into a sketch where it was me – Ron and Pat McKenna on a oh. camping trip. <laughs> and we shot it. In he's not doing Park. the nerd character, is he? He's not doing no, the. He's it was not just doing Pat the... being Pat. Okay, good. And the three of us were like buddies. And uh, it's a, it's called, it was called camping. And there are people who work for the show who are freaking out because they were like, that's the closest we've shot to a movie. Right. You guys had chemistry. And I was like, oh, well, you know, like I know Pat from doing Second City. I know Ron from the show. We And Ron right. and Pat are friends. It just works out. Yeah. And, and the, really the, the fact that I'm, I've got you on the podcast. Yeah. And I'm one degree of separation from Ron James. Yeah. If my mom was a listener, thank God she isn't, she would be flipping out right now. We could, uh, uh, you know what, Todd? Flipping out right now. I'm going to, I'm going to go one flip further. Okay. If I can. Right. Not saying you can. I'll no, ask no, Ron fine. if he could do the podcast. Oh, are you serious? I'll ask him. Yeah, I would love that. Have to come, do, come to McVeigh's, have a pint, and do the Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely. I don't think he'd care. He's an East Coaster. Darcy, you'd be in your, you'd be in your real yeah. house. That's right. You get to run the board that night, Ian. Okay. That's it. <laughs> my folks would be impressed by that. I'm like, going to show yeah, up. They love I'm too. just going to show up. You know what? That's fine. And we're not holding you to this. No, no, no. I'm Definitely not do, holding I'll try. You to this. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, we're not. I'm not going to hold <laughs> a guest to this. I want him back. We got other I can just try. Before, absolutely. And the effort is half the battle. You came out here. It was an effort. It's totally you did this. An you know, we, oh, my God. Uh, you know, <sighs> you came out. You spent your time. You did so, this. It took so long. Uh, we, before we go, Darcy, I know you're looking at the watch. Uh, we we I, we have to cover show. 
game. Oh yeah, we gotta cover oh, well, show you. game. I really appreciate that um, because because here's the thing because um, I too. Uh, back in the day, was toying with the idea of doing like a game show here, like turning in like once a month yeah. and doing like a, like a game show here and like kind of like a theme night, like maybe once a month or every two months, three months, right. something like that, and doing it. And I was down at MCS, which is a voice recording studio. I know it quite well. Fantastic studio, by the way. They're love the that inadvertent studio. sponsor tonight. Yeah, oh, Al- Alpine is off the table yeah, right no, now MCS. as the inadvertent sponsor. Love MCS. No, no, love them. MCS. Do you get this every time I go into MCS? It's always like the guy with like kind of the plaid kind of college shirt and. And, uh, and he's he just says to me, he's like, okay, Todd, uh, really low key. If you just make it really low key. Oh. And just like, it's always just like really yeah, uh, mellow. And I've I blame going, the wood. I've been going to know? voice auditions so much that no matter where I go, they're like, no, just do your thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Right. Hope I know what that is. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, and that's when I saw the first poster for, for Showgame. Game. Yeah, they were nice enough and, to put a poster They up. put it up there. And I was like, oh, well, there goes that idea. Okay. But uh-huh. uh, well. that's fine. So, ex- explain Showgame to the listener. Well, okay. Uh, to start with, mm-hmm. uh, as I said, I do listen to a ton of podcasts, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to uh, Never Not Funny with Jimmy Mr. Pardo, Pardo. for so long that listening to him and then getting those bonus episodes where it's his live game show. Yes. And doing when I was doing Evil Dead, I was listening to this, and I would think, fuck, I could, he's just booking it and doing it at the uh, the UCB Theater. Yes. I could do that. Right. My my that agents, was my motivation. I was in there going, oh my shit, I agents could do this. run yeah. right. the Rivoli. They run the Sketch Night and Alt yeah. So I was like, I could I could put up a game show. So when Evil Dead ended, I asked the guys at the Diesel if I could take the old Tim Sims Playhouse. I refused to call it the Cabaret Space. It was the Thank old you. Tim Sims Playhouse, and I went in there and for six weeks in a row did a game show, and it was my idea of a game show, and I. I had this idea, I had written it out, and then I had put it in, like, as kind of a script, here's what happens in the little, like, I posted it out. Round one, round two, round three. Right. I wanted audience participation because of doing Evil Dead. Uh, I I realized the audience wants to be part of the show. Mm -hmm. So, let's do that. Uh, We'll put your name in a bucket, we'll pull your name if you're called. Come on down, Price is Right style. I took the best bits of a lot of game shows that I like. And with what the, are your top three? Let's just derail for, this a little. Per, personally, my top three. Top three. Uh, match game. Right. Love match game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Jeopardy a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would probably say third. God, there's a lot of ones that be third, but I like password. I love password. There were okay. So I'm with you on Jeopardy. Yep. Elements of the Price is Right, not yes. everything. No, no, no. But that's just it. Elements. elements. Yes. Uh, and I'm not even going to go plinko stick on this one. No, no, I'm no, going to no, say no, no. like the Matterhorn, where the guy's going go. Oh, dude, we used to do that. I love that. Nugbutter used to do just that as a sketch. We used to do the Yodeler game. Do you remember the ill-fated Canadian game show Mad Dash? Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that you're the piece on the board game, dude. Yeah. Mad Dash is still on on the Canadian game TV. Yes. Back to back with uh, uh, test pattern, test pattern, and the other. Oh, what was the other one? Um, uh, it was a mother daughter mother son one. It's like not, not the oh, way just mom, like mom. Used to, just like mom. That was it. That well, was it. and yeah. and segueing into this test pattern mm-hmm. being one of my favorite game shows again I'm right. in the top five, uh, co created by former kid in the hall and fantastic comedy writer Luciano Casimiri, right? Who is a friend, and when I came up with this idea, we went to the uh, pub and sat, and I was like, here's my idea, and he was like, streamline, 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 right. and it was great, and so I thank Luch Kazmiri so much for helping me out with this, mm-hmm. and then 
we started doing it and realized what worked live and what didn't. We did six weeks at the Diesel, like at the Tim Tim space. And then my agency says, do you want, we need a thing on sketch night. I had worked out the show to have standups in it because in my head, you always have celebrities on a game show. Right. And if it's just me, no one knows who the fuck I am. Welcome to so, Canadian show business. Exactly. So there let's have people who do know who people are. Let's have people who are recognizable on the show. So then we go to sketch night and we open. So now we're on. We've been a year going at the Rivoli. Mm-hmm. We have a sketch group opens. Then we start the game show. Right. And we pull people out of the crowd. Uh-huh. Then in the celebrity portion, we have a, a sketch act later in the show. So right. we pull two of those people up as our celebrities. Mm-hmm. And there are stakes for them to be in the show. The winning one of them gets extra beer tickets. And the losing one of them. You must have a queue out the door in the fucking Toronto community. <laughs> the losing one of them gets booed off the stage by the audience. Uh, they're used to that if they've ever played And then here. we continue to play the game. Nice. And uh, so we start with six contestants, whittle our way down to one. Yeah. Uh, one winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody from the sixth to the first sits in the loser chairs. If right. they get eliminated, they sit in the loser chairs. <laughs> they switch positions if yeah. they need to later during the show. Uh, but everybody goes home with a prize. Right. And it gets increasingly better from six. Do you have a wheel on your game show? No. Is there a wheel? Because no. I've always been a fan of the wheel. Not I love wheel, the wheel, not too. Wheel, not wheel of fortune, but like one of the things was like, you know, and Test Pattern had this, yes. certainly, yes. where it's just like, yeah, I don't know what's in coming a, up. In a in a way, we do when everybody's been eliminated, and let's say you've, you've survived, and you're right. the last contestant. So I'm going to the bonus round. So the bonus round. The guys are sitting in seats. The losers are sitting in loser chairs. Six Fuck you, you losers. Yes, I'm looking to my right. Two, right? They're sitting That's in right. loser chairs number Absolutely. six Absolutely. That's two. where they put, the, put them on the right house left. So, That's where you put the losers. I, it's true. You're putting <laughs> Inadvertently, you're not a loser. We love you. <laughs> but I, but I, but I, I have say, nothing to contribute. I'm just sitting here. The show's been designed around that moment. Right. Where in my head, I was like, this is what I want to have happen. So we have six through two in the loser chairs. And then you've won, Todd. You, weren't, you are the one. So I'm going through. Well, this is the bonus round. Okay, we've we've had. What have I accrued up to this point? Like what nothing, have I? You, no, 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 so you're, the, you're, you're Glory, just a survivor. You've I'm just I'm, I'm only survivor. survivor. So there's been nothing that I'm like I, I uh, It's not nope. like I could just leave you're and go. You're the survivor. I will take my you've toaster through, oven. You've made it through random eliminations, okay. uh, uh, news, uh, knowledge eliminations, right. okay. music trivia. Oh, you've him. made it through pop culture. I am so built you've for this game. You've made it through a physical challenge. And now you're the last one. I can totally And there do are it. six through two in the loser chairs right. on the side. Congratulations. You are number one. Right. Here is a die made from a Super Bowl. Okay. You roll this and mm-hmm. roll one. Right. You win. That's it. You roll any other number. Right. That person comes up. Uh-huh. Correspondingly. Correspondingly, yes. Goes head to head with you in trivia based on what's happened during the game tonight. Fantastic. So you have to have been paying attention. And pay- yes, exactly. That's how I, that's how I do the giveaways at the end of the night here. I do like, I'll, I'll, I, yep. I, I, it's either part of the show or I let them pick the category. But it's all something. And, and, and that's, I have that's one fantastic. person sitting in the back writing questions all night. Nice. But it's not necessarily like we'll go with what was the name of the opening troop. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the newspaper questions, what. Uh, what is popular in North Bay, according to the North Bay Nugget from Monday? You know, like Evil we, Dead. Well, actually, <laughs> Warhammer is very popular, according <laughs> to the front page. Um, but so we ask all these questions. But it's also in the middle of the banter. We had a girl up on stage this past Tuesday at our show who, when I fill it, when you fill out the contestants' form, it's name, hobbies, 
you know, nickname. Uh, and then my last question is always something stupid. So it was originally Yeti or Bigfoot, and now it's uh, Still or Sparkling. And then at one point it was uh, Sausage or Veal. So we had a few nice. different ones in the in the bin. And when she was like, oh, what's your name? Kristen. And uh, hobbies, it says improv cool. So I have an announcer and a lovely assistant. And I went, just a second, I'm going to double check, guys. Improv cool? Improv cool? And everybody goes, improv cool? That's correct. Good. And then we just carry on. <laughs> but then during the show, I went to Trevor to do some improv, my announcer, and he was like not prepared and bombed it. And then he just did the thumbs down and went, improv, not cool. So it was just a joke. Trevor who, if you don't Trevor mind. Martin. He oh, was okay. Ed and Evil Trevor. Dead. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. my lovely assistant was the very pregnant Christy Bruce. Right. She's due next week. Uh, so maybe we'll- No jumping some- jacks for her. Exactly. So, but all through the show- Improv cool was a gag. Like we were like, okay, improv cool. Like we right. just joking all night. And this girl was kind of like, meh, but then oh yeah, it's fun. We're happy. Bonus round. <laughs> Paul Bates was writing my questions. Oh, sweet. And he wrote question number three was improv cool? <laughs> so improv cool or improv not cool? I would have accepted either answer right, because exactly. it was so funny, but the guy just went improv cool. But you run that's the, correct. You run the game, you're gonna be able to play that out. Oh yeah, for Absolutely. sure. We have a lot of fun. Like it, it's just dumb. And you know, it's an excuse for me, like I love game shows, I love old TV, I love you know, I've got like when we have the physical competition, which is both people get the last two contestants. Right. Both people get a Kinder Egg. The first person to unwrap it, eat the chocolate, and fully assemble their toy and show me that it works wins the game. That is very test pattern. Yeah. Right there. That's very so, test pattern. But I play the old school saber dance, the plate spinning music. Right, right, right. right. it should be that music. Yes. So, you know, I like that old stuff. I like that there's music part. I like that kind of stuff. That's what I, it's the show I would want to see. That's, by the way, that song, that, that plate spinning, that is running of the buffalo or something like that. Yeah, a saber a, dance. that's a saber dance, is yeah. that it? As opposed to the safety dance. No, no. Okay, you know what? Oh, You're sorry, talking about the men who have no No, no, no. Yes. You, know, you know where I'm confusing that is I remember uh, when I used to live back in Brampton, we used to get Buffalo Sabres ads, and they always played that. Of course, it's I, a I saber always dance. associated that with Buffalo as well as a saber, saber dance. My, my fault. Do you know the mind. interesting thing about the Buffalo Sabres? <laughs> it was the... <laughs> Interesting thing about the Buffalo Sabres, they that were sentence has never been uttered before. No, never. Thing. The Buffalo Sabres, not even on, a little sa- trivia on Sabres podcast. For a guy who runs a game show, here's a little trivia. I've got a lot of stuff locked in this head. <laughs> the Sabres were named the Sabres because they wanted a team from Buffalo that had nothing to do with Buffaloes. Mm-hmm. They had the Buffalo Bills and they had the Buffalo Bison. Yep. They wanted a team that had nothing to do with it. All right, Buffalo Jazz. So they put the Buffalo Sabres together. There's no jazz And in then the logo they had was, was a, a Buffalo, Buffalo and, and Sabres. Yeah. Really, guys? And then when they went to their new uniforms, those stupid black and red ones, it was just a Buffalo? Yeah. And then they went to these new blue and yellow monstrosities with the slug on it. Mm-hmm. It looks like a slug. Yes. And it's just a Buffalo head. And then I think... Why don't you go back to the reason you were called Sabres in the first place right. and just put the B with the big sword through it? That <laughs> yeah. was on their shoulder patch. I fully believe that every NHL team's third jersey should just be their shoulder patch. Right. That well, Edmonton Oilers with that dude leaning back yeah. on the, on the oil one. equipment. That's a good one. That's all it should be. I still don't know where I stand. I'm a Sens fan. I don't know how I feel about Sens. Hate that. On that one. Hate that. I'm, Do you know what it should I'm be? I'm hot and cold. I'm Do you hot know what and cold. it should be? Should, tell me. Three color st- horizontal stripes. Yep. 
With the, the big, big O. o. That's the old, all The be. old school one. Yes. I fully believe that these new blue uh, Colorado jerseys are garbage that say Colorado on them. Pull that off. Just put the big Bigfoot. The shoulder yeah. patch is the Bigfoot. It's screaming to be on a jersey. I don't know about that one, actually, to be the quite honest. The giant foot? You know, I, you know what? Throw back to the A's. Like with the, when it was the actual, wear like the Colorado with a C and the A. <laughs> and that's we've turned into a podcast, and Darcy is yelling at me wow. right now because we are stop. way over time. Did we cover, uh, show, we cover show game? Cover show cover game. Cover, James. We, we've covered everything we need to. we got to give a shout-out to our audience. Shout-out to the two we guys have here. What's up? There we go. Yeah, hello. All the way one person is on the show and didn't know it. One person is hoping to be on the show and probably won't be. Okay, so there we go. Uh, uh, next show game, if I can. Yes, please. We, How often uh, do you run this? Uh, we do it once a month on a Tuesday at Sketch Night at the Rivoli. Okay. The next one is January 12th in the new year. Or do you run it regularly? Like a second yeah, once Tuesday, a month. Second, second Tuesday every Second month. Tuesday of the month. Yep. That's perfect. That's Unless perfect. we have to swap with the Imponderables, who are good friends of mine. But Absolutely. we're, we're going to move on. So. Oh, look at you being cooperative. Love oh. love the improv uh, world. Well, look at that. Improv, Everyone's right? Yes, and. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I can move my can show you, for Yes, you. I can move my show, and I will give yes. cookies. Oh, thank you. And yes. I will, you yes. know, whatever. Then we can just go on forever, and Darcy's going to kill me. Web presence uh, for you. You don't have, uh, you can get uh, you, you through can Diamond Field. Get me through Diamond Field. Uh, you can uh, look up Mustard Man on uh, that is true. Wikipedia. We never uh, talked about that. We'll leave it for the researchers. Fine. You guys can research that. <laughs> but yeah, get it through Diamond Field. Uh, you can uh, hit me up on on Facebook, I'll probably put you on limited profile. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'm on fucking limited profile. So That's be. Jesus. <laughs> Save that. Oh, uh, God damn it. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on there. Somewhere. And uh, Nug thirteen on Twitter. Nug thirteen on Twitter. I private. Protected, there, but you can there, follow. There is some. There is some paperwork that needs to be done before you can actually <laughs> get the Here's anti the egress. Some in. of our Evil Dead fans are fantastic, and some of the other Evil Dead fans like follow every move you make and are like, "So I noticed you changed your code on your answering." machine and that's a little freaky that is freaky so i like to just have a little slight control over what happens that's so. true unlike this podcast we've wow. gone way over time but that's uh nug we will definitely have you back thank oh, you for, thanks uh, so much thank I, agree. I love it this i love is, it this is this great. is the first one i love it I'll this come first back. one will not be your last and i will honestly i will ask ron if you, you know what show. just the fact that you're saying it is is like good enough for me if you oh, want to fall through that's absolutely I love, fine no, i appreciate that it. Thank you. He can and and boy, if you think Darcy drank tonight, put another fucking East Coaster in here. Jesus Christ, we won't see him all episode, and we can talk about it more. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't have a nickel? <laughs> Saucy thumbs. Uh, apparently, me after buying all these rounds, uh, Ian. It was a pleasure to have you in here tonight. Fourth oh, chair. Uh, Nerdgasm show Friday night was amazing. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. I am sorry that Rorschach went blue. I apologize. I did not expect that. To happen. And the puppet that, that caught me by surprise. It really, really did. Yeah. And the Devo hat. Yeah. Well, but that's... I will say this. Do you know how many boobs I saw at that show? Fifteen. Yep. Fifteen. Yep. Someone gave you a half boob, or are you referring to me? That's all right. <laughs> um, let that go. <laughs> Darcy, uh, give a shout out to the folks. See ya. And uh, thank you, folks. Uh, leave all your feedback in all the usual places. The phone number, the email. Uh, email, by the way, in your uh, your uh, soapbox ideas if you want uh, want your rant at the top of the second half. Uh, We're going to do Plastic Bags Part 2 next plastic week. Plastic Bags Part 2, we can do that. If you uh, want that in, coming in, feedback. Just uh, make sure you title your emails uh, either Saucy Thumbs or Who Doesn't Have a Nickel. Exactly. <laughs> One of those two. Or we'll Bag also, Chat. We will bag also check. accept postcards uh, at the P.O. Box that's listed on the, uh, the, the blog site for this. Feedback at HayesTVA.com. Leave uh, comments in the blog. Leave comments on iTunes. Thank you very much, folks. We'll see you next week on the TVA Podcast.